And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 183 of Panelology. I'm Alex. Say the end. And I'm Jenna. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot. That's <laughs> that was that weird pause. Yeah. <laughs> Reticulating uh, spleens. What? I think that's what StarCraft says when it's starting up. I don't know. Huh. It was an internet reference in like the mid two thousands. Okay. Yeah. It's a current recent cultural reference yeah definitely yeah. yeah you're you're hip to the lingo i am you know what the youths are into and what pray tell is a ute um it's this thing in a woman's body that uh cycles and bleeds every month that's what a ute is uh yeah generally I... generally like roughly 28 to 31 days yeah 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 on average yeah individual right. there, yeah experience may vary. may vary yeah yeah well now that we've talked about menstrual cycles. Yeah. I mean, look, we were bound to get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a woman on this podcast. So how are you this week? Uh, PMSing. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah. No, wait, I am. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So PMSing. Okay. Congratulations. I'm good. I went to the gym this morning. I'm fucking pumped. Awesome. And I can say fuck. I don't have to, like, work my way into it. That's true. I noticed that you didn't have to, like, Stay gain momentum. Stay first. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that's about. The world may never know. Probably not. How many licks does it take to get to the... No, never mind. No, no, no. We'll wait. What are we waiting for? To talk about that kind of stuff when we get to a different book. Oh, okay. Or a book in general. I mean, the good news is Sex Criminals is back in January. Yes. Thank goodness. I yeah. really thought... I don't know why. I guess because I haven't been able to read them in singles. Because I, I buy my books on Comixology on my phone. Yeah. And it doesn't show up on the mobile app. Uh... Um, You can't buy Sex Criminals on the mobile app unless you buy it in, like, French. Which you should. Yeah. Los Criminals Sexuales. Except not, that's more Spanish not, than French. Yeah, that's, that would be yeah. criminalis. Let me butcher as many languages at once as I can. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. What Wait. better way to spend a Saturday morning? I can't think of one. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Comics. Comics. Second coming. <laughs> um, yeah. We haven't talked about this book in a while, have we? Not since the last issue. I haven't talked about this book in a while. You have not talked about this <laughs> book in a while. In like maybe two months. Yeah. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm like conflating the two issues because I read three and four together. This is the one where Jesus is in jail. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the, but, but I thought that the, the Nazi guy was issue three. The one in jail? Yeah. Nope. That was this week. Oh, all right. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. Jesus See? gets arrested at the end of three. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. For being a vagrant. Yes. So, yeah. I don't know. Talk about this book. I loved the dude walking up to him being like, after he hears Jesus say that his name is Jesus, he's like, what are you, a Mexican? Shut up. Just, just please shut up. Yeah. Just like, please shut up. Then he starts asking Jesus if he's there illegally. Yeah. Oh, so good. Well, I mean, I don't know, I guess. I just kind of appeared. And then Jesus's friend takes a spork for him. Yeah. But a small one. A small spork. I love that Um, he also, Jesus could have healed the spork wound he could have he could have and he didn't no. even after all that conversation about you know how he can do all those fancy magic tricks i mean but the point of the conversation was that's where i went wrong right i know but like you could just do it this one time he took a spork for you it was just a small one <laughs> uh, and was it a metal spork i think it was a plastic spork it looked like white plastic Oh, okay. But yeah, that would not hurt very badly at all. No. I've been stabbed with sporks before and like, they'll, they'll cut you. They'll yeah. cut you. But no. Okay. Yeah. I feel less bad about him not yeah. doing and that. I don't think they're passing out like titanium sporks in jail. No, that would be real dumb, right? Very, very dumb. But this whole world kind of seems pretty stupid. It does. On a related note, how great is Night Justice? I love... <laughs> I love Night Justice and what, the Lady Razor. 
something like that. They only say her name once. I fucking like love her. Most of the way through the period. Issue. I love her calling out Night Justice on his bullshit. Like, yeah. excuse me, how many billions of dollars do you have and you don't employ more people? You're complaining about only having a boomerang when you've got all this money? The only job you can get in this town is a henchman. Fix that problem, Night Justice. Yeah. Meanwhile, while Night Justice and Star... Sunstar? Sunstar? That's his name. Mm-hmm. I will never get his name right. Not Probably once. Not. Um... While they're trying to find Jesus the whole time, she's like, he's not white. He's in jail. He's in jail. They arrested him. They took him to jail. He's not white. So they put him in jail. Have you tried jail? (laughs) Hey, I hear he's in jail. Told you. Yeah. The whole time. She's like, dude, come on. Stop being so stupid. Yeah. And then I love them in traffic in Night Justice. Little fucking, what is that? Like, you have money. It's like a hatchback with a light rack and some weapons on top. No, no, no. That light rack was... uh, Paddlebot. Oh, that was yeah. Paddle- that was Paddlebot. <laughs> I missed that. hanging onto the top. Yeah, you and and it's robot. Thank you. Oh, sorry, robot. Yeah, let's let's not let's not muddle the pun. Mm. <laughs> row, row, it's row. It's even your better. Bot. Yes. Yeah. Second coming is such a good it book. Is, it's very fun. And oh, there, was, there are only two more issues. Uh, what was it? The last issue when they went to go find his grandma who had wandered out of the nursing home. And his childhood home is a sex toy shop. That was great, but that was not the best part. When they're going down his like childhood street and it has all the stores. One of the stores was named Forever 38 and I yes. died. I died. It's so good. That is perfect. It's just so good. This book's so good. Okay. Uh, how about Angel number six, a thematically appropriate segue? Yeah. I also got caught up on this. I had to read all the Hellmouth stuff. Yeah, I had to read Hellmouth number one. Yeah. I read Prelude. Yeah. Yeah. And Hellmouth. And then this. Um, I love Gun. I love Gun. Gun is very good. I love Gun. Gun and Fred in this together are very good. Yeah, I think it it kind of feels like they're going to lean toward the Gun and Fred relationship. Oh, is that a thing? No. What? Hmm. But yes. Which I also, I always loved the Gun and Fred relationship way more than the Fred and Wesley relationship. Because I just uh, think that Wesley should have been in jail for a very long time because he was a grown-ass man dating a student in Buffy. Yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even, it wasn't like he was 21. He was like an old-ass man dating a sophomore or junior in high school. I think she was a junior. I don't remember exactly when that time frame is. Mm. I can say words. I can't say words. I'm having an issue today. Yeah. Yeah, it's because my glutes. Yeah, sure. Blame it on your glutes <laughs> as usual. I blame it on my glutes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and we haven't seen Wesley yet no. in any of these. I have no idea who Wesley is. And I really kind of hope we just don't. From the sounds of it, that would be a good thing. Yeah, because he's just a trash human. He's a trash human, is what he is. On a different note, how about Lilith and Tom Ford? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeager. This is how you know Brian Edward Hill is writing a book because he works in some fashion. Yeah. Tom Ford owes me. <laughs> I let him pay me in linen and leather. I'm like, yeah, girl. That's right. Where's that leather? Was that your next thought? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying it wasn't. I get you. Also, I love that Gunn was like, is that Tom Ford? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't even Fred. It was definitely Gunn. Yeah. But he's he's a man who likes to rock a suit, so dig cool. it. Cool. I like that this kind of steps aside from what's actually going on in Hellmouth and gives us time with two very fun characters. Yes. And also, I really do think that I'm going to like Spike so, so much, but he's going to be a very, very different Spike. The poet formerly known as Spike? No. His name is Spike. He's formerly known as William. Uh, I don't know. Drusilla makes it very clear that she will only call him William. Thank you. Spike is a dumb name. What is this, the 90s? He's Spike. He will always be Spike. The poet formerly known as Spike. No. He's Spike. Agree to disagree. No. Disagree. Disagree. Disagree to disagree? Sure. Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter, number oh, one. Oh, no. Oh, no? Actually, I forgot to read this one. Oh, no. I knew there was something else I was forgetting. Book. Well, would you like me to tell you about this yes, one? Yes, please. So please you can me. know, so you can regret more deeply? Yeah. So this is about an alcoholic TV reporter in a small town. Hmm. 
who basically just gets fed up with the bullshit and gets drunk on assignment at a Ren Fair <laughs> and tries to do like an expose on the cheap box wine that they're using instead of the like fancy wine that they advertise and gets fired by the station manager or whatever, her brother. <laughs> Who's then like, but here, here's what I can do. Uh, Count Crawley disappeared and we need someone to host the late night monster movie thing. You can do that. No one will recognize you. It'll be fine. And at first she refuses and then she comes in and she does it. She basically tells everyone to fuck off in the course of it. And people love that. So she gets the gig. Which, as it turns out, also comes with maybe fighting and or helping monsters, maybe. Because this werewolf shows up and apparently the old Count Crawley had promised to help him. Hmm. And she has no clue what's going on. Alrighty. Yeah, it was fun. She is snarky. I will read it probably today, actually, yeah. unfortunately. Sorry. No, sorry. It happens. Or a shoe miniseries. Sweet. Like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, The Amazing Mary Jane, number one. I fucking love this book. I yeah. fucking love this book. I love that Mary Jane figures out what's going on and is like, okay, but can you just tell me more about this? Because I also really want this to happen. Yeah. Help me help you. Yeah. So she's on set of her new movie that she's starring in or co-starring in. Yeah. And she has issues with the way it's written because it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Because it's just fucking terrible. And goes to the director to, to talk about changing some of the lines maybe to make her not seem so damsely. Mm-hmm. And to give her agency, agency, yeah. And turns out the director is maybe not who he says he is. Maybe not. Maybe he's Mysterio. Maybe he's Mysterio. Yeah, it's it's a Mysterio movie. Yeah, that makes him seem sympathetic. Because of course that's something that would exist right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into it, but yeah. Um, I kind of do, but that's not what this podcast that's is. Not, that's not this podcast. That's not this podcast. Oh, boy. But if you want to know, just ask me about it. How about that? You know what I'm talking about. Um, Being directed by Mysterio. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful fantasticness. And and he's employing a bunch of, like, ex-cons and current villains. And paying them all scale. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. And Mary Jane is just like... I'm still, I I still don't understand. I still don't know. This might still be a bad idea, but we're going to do it. But we're going to do it. I think my favorite part of this is that you you didn't kill the director you're impersonating, right? Oh, no, he's fine. (laughs) He's he's working on his penguin. It was like, it was going to be what? The penguin version of... Jaws. Jaws, yes. he'll He'll happily spend the next year picking his lead. Yeah. I've even got a, like, nanny cam on him to make sure he's fine. (laughs) It shows him, like, just taking pictures of big penguins. Yeah. So good. Yep. I love this Mysterio. I hope that he's just genuinely wanting to make the movie. And I, I don't know why he says he this might be the last good thing he ever does. <laughs> the problem is I've been reading Amazing Spider-Man, so I know that this is... Bad. Uh, it's bad? It's a ruse. It's a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. Poop. It's, it's like his part of... What was the guy's name? Kindred? The worm mouth specter villain who's been in Nick Spencer's run pulling strings. I'm a little behind on that. Oh, it's his role in that guy's plan. Okay. Fook. Yeah. Fook! Yeah. It's it's a ruse. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'll have to call him Charlotte because it's a ruse. So we're just going to talk about women's fashion for the rest of the episode. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? Because I don't know much about women's fashion. I can talk about bags and shoes all day long. Okay. I mean, that's still fashion. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Eh, Somebody wants that. Somebody, wants, Somebody that. wants that. Mary Jane wants that. Yeah, probably. That's fine. The Amazing Spider-Man, full circle. Yeah, let's talk about this fever dream. Yeah. So I read this and you started to read this? No, I, I read it, sort of. I did fall asleep like halfway through. So I don't know if like I actually read the middle part or if I just dreamed it. And Anything is possible. I didn't realize it was like almost 100 pages. Mm-hmm. So that explains why it seemed like it was taking a very inordinately long time to read that book. So let's play a game. Let's play plot point or fever dream. Okay. Am I giving you plot points? You're giving or... me things you remember, and I'll tell you if it was a plot point or a fever dream. Okay, I remember him waking up in the lab area thingy in the black suit. I know that's yes. real. Um. Walking by the door where the man in the box is. Yep. Uh, I remember 
Ferretland and werewolves. And so then far, all plot points. Going home to May's birthday, where everyone was a werewolf. And let and me just tell you, perfect. I need that Mary Jane werewolf to happen. Like, I need that. I don't know why. It doesn't have to be canon. I just need like a little one shot of just red haired Mary Jane werewolf, please. You and every furry out there. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, birthday happens and Peter webs him up. Yep. And then things start to get a little fuzzy. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, no, yeah, because things were already fuzzy. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what was next. Everyone in the world is a werewolf because the doctor was trying, the, the AIM doctor was trying to make the world a better place by making everyone werewolves. Yes. See, this is where I'm starting to think that I'm in a dream. No, no, so far you're still there. Do you remember okay. his reasoning? Uh, because wolves are pack animals? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And it's easier to control pack animals. And they'll look out for each other. Because they're Little predictable. Yeah. Um, duh, 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 something, something, something. Something, something, something. Pun of fire. Okay. You're, you're skipping about 40 pages. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Tell me. So everyone comes down to like 40% werewolf, right? Yeah. The the initial full werewolf phase is just the acclimation phase. Um, there's a conversation between Peter and the man in the hole. Uh-huh. Wolverine shows up, not werewolf. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. that he shows up. Keep going. And Peter catches him up. They return to Ferretland to find the real Nick Fury. Yep. Okay. Because the Nick Fury who shot scientist werewolf. And he knew because the... the- the eye patch is on the wrong side, which I thought was fucking hilarious because that was what made everybody think that Nick Fury was a scroll. Uh huh. In the movie, because we all grew up watching the '90s Spider-Man cartoon, and that's how we knew the Chameleon was Nick Fury. Then, yeah. Um. So they go back to Ferretland to save Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. They get there and find out that Nick Fury has already escaped and is interrogating. Right, because Nick Fury. Wolverine helps them interrogate, and they promise Peter they won't hurt him at all. (laughs) Peter goes outside to have a conversation with the man in the box who's behind a door again. And is this where Peter learns who the man in the box really is? I think so. Do you remember who the man in the box really is? Yeah. Who is he? Future Peter's mind. Sort of. Sort of. He believes himself to be Peter. Yeah. We actually learn later that he is Craven. But he's not really. Is he not really Craven? He's not really Craven. He he's Peter who thinks he's Craven. So would you say that's not so Craven? It's not so Craven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not so Craven. Um then all of the Does he get turned into a pig? Did he really get turned into a pig at some point? Because that's what I remember. Future Peter who rematerializes from the future where everyone is animals comes back as a giant pig man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just, again, didn't know if I was dreaming that or not. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I was fully awake when I read this, and this is where things do start to get a little <laughs> bit hazy for me. Uh, at some point, let's see, they finish interrogating the guy. An Aunt May robot shows up and shoots Peter, who wakes up. And they fight a giant robot of the uh, high evolutionary piloted by the high evolutionary. That is when future Peter materializes as a pig who thinks he's Craven. Yeah. And fights Mecha evolutionary and basically wins, but also gets squashed. Yeah. And Peter gets covered in future pig Peter goo. It's so gross. Um. We also skipped the hallucination of the three different spider pigs representing the id, oh, ego. And super ego, yeah, uh, which was while Peter was a werewolf. Um, but he started showing up as the transport, which we yeah. also skipped as the transport yeah. in space was falling to Earth. The pun of fire arrives, yeah, and then Peter wakes up again where he started and now knows how to stop everything. And this time, man in box has a different story of what has happened. Yeah. And essentially the whole thing is an allegory for Peter letting go of his own trauma over Uncle Ben. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I I am very surprised at how well they pulled that all together at the end. There are a few pages in the back that are parts of an email chain trying to figure out the last, like, ten pages of the issue. Yeah. I like the one Al Ewing idea that was, I'll do a page, then you do a page, then you do a page, then we each do a panel. Yeah. And we just but go that faster was insane. and faster. And everybody was like, ooh, mm. Yes, but that will take us three <laughs> months. 
I also like Kelly Thompson playing in I've Been Sick, but I like this last idea. I have dreams about Spider-Man. <laughs> Adorable. So, not a fever dream, in not, fact. Somehow not a fever dream. Yeah. Somehow not not even any type of dream. No, you, you remembered it accurately. That's weird. <laughs> They they are so weird. This w- whole thing I was mean, so weird that it convinced me that it was something my mind made up. And my mind only makes up the weirdest shit. Al Ewing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Jonathan no, you Hickman. You didn't even have to keep going, but yeah. Chips Darsky. Kelly Thompson. Uh, Jerry Duggan. Yeah. Oh, that first uh, Smallwood panel, uh-huh. by the way, of just Peter in the black suit in space with Peter Porker next to him. I need that. Yeah. I need that. I need that. I yeah. need it. I need it. That is one to... of two like pages this week I need as a print. The other one, oh, I didn't mark this one to talk about. We're going to go back to it in a moment. Okay. Uh, is from the Aquaman annual. Okay. You know, I only marked the stuff that we both read to talk about. I really should have taken a moment to see if there's anything else I want to talk about. Oh, huh. well. We'll just fudge it during, is it still good? Okay. Ha. Uh, so yes, this was fun. This was very fun. Ghost Spider, number three. More I'd... wolves. <laughs> so many wolves. But were they wolves? Because their tails were awfully, like, skinny and well, rat-like. I was going to say, the one wolf, at least on Earth 616, definitely was. I don't think, I don't think it was really a wolf. I think it was like some dead pet's DNA that, yeah. that Benji gave to Benji. <laughs> Like the dog. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Okay. I was trying to figure out how this was some sort of like gender swapped Ben Parker clone, but no. I yeah, think me it's a too. Different... I was like, definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's definitely got to be it. Nope. Certainly like, not. Maybe some sort of rat terrier. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be the worst villain code name, and I really hope that's what it becomes. Yeah. Um. So Gwen's at school. Yep. Gwen is happily going to university here in the 616, Mm -hmm. and she has Miles Warren problems on both Earths. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Can't escape that shit at all. No. That sucks, because Miles Warren sucks. Miles Warren is the worst. I hate Miles Warren. Me too. Like, I I just kind of want him to, you know, be encased in resin or something. Yeah, so let's amber him. Let's just pull out fringe. Yes. Yeah. For real, though. Oh, but now I need him in a movie to be played by John Noble. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's sufficiently creepy. I had to really take the long way to John Noble's name, too. I just wanted to call him Walter Bishop. I always just want to call him Walter Walter. Bishop. He's just Walter. Even in other things, I'm like, it's Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like when I see Michael Service, I'm like, it's September. No, he's. I see it, Sweeney Todd. So yeah, well, of course you do. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So I love this book. I don't think we talked about number two. I don't know because I, I read it I this week. I hadn't read number two until this week. Yeah, I have been enjoying uh uh Sean McGuire's run on this, but I think this like from this new number one on. Now that things are a little less eventy. Hmm. And a little less caught up in the fallout of Latour's run. Yeah, it's its own thing it's now. It's its own thing, and it has room to breathe, and this is my favorite part of her run so yeah. far. No question. Yeah. Also, I do love the editor's notes after Peter shows up. Every time Peter shows up, <laughs> too old. Too old. Like, no, he's not. He's technically not. Relative to her, Peter, who was her age. Okay, but... He's still technically not. It is weird to her that he is older. All right. Girl, you fight it all you want. I'd rather see her get with Benji. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but no. no. How about I don't... the Bodega Bandit? <laughs> oh, oh, we didn't talk about the Bodega Bandit. We so are now. she's worried about like how she's been spending so much time in 616 that maybe she's not doing enough at home. And while she's patrolling at home, something happens at the Bodega. And she's like, man. He's never used guns before. What is this crap? And she walks in and they and these robbers. It's man wolves. Yeah, his crew. Crew. They they've shot the bodega bandit. And I was so sad and she was so sad for his little hamster. I thought we weren't friends. <laughs> We're not. Am I your nemesis? Yes, you're my nemesis. And then he just smiles. Oh. <laughs> And then she's waiting outside his hospital, like, you have to be okay, you're my nemesis. I was like, stop it. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry over the Bodega Bandit of all people. Oh, if you think that's going to make you cry, wait till you get to this week's Curse of the White Knight. No, thank you. Yes, thank you. God dang Is it dogs? It's not dogs. Okay. Then, it's okay. not dogs. Then okay. It's a Jim Gordon. No! No. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, Ghost Spider, very good. Ghost Spider, very good. Marauders, number one. Another thing that is so fucking good. I, it's so good. I love Kate, formerly Kitty Pride. Yes. I have always loved Kate, formerly Kitty Pride. Yes. This is the best Kate, formerly Kitty Pride. Yes. Oh my god, yes. She cannot go through the Krakoa doors. So she steals someone's sailboat. Yeah. She steals a boat. And gets liquor and up. She drinks a bunch of the alcohol Wolverine sent her on a shopping list. I fucking love the shopping list. It's so good. Best, best Jonathan Hickman, like, text page. Yes. Wolverine's note to and shopping list from Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. So during this, her trek to the island, um, she's been drinking this booze and, like, making notes. And it started yeah. out as, like, an apology to the people whose boat she stole. And then she just starts fucking drunk rambling. Yeah. It's so wonderful. And then she's like, all right, look, I know I apologized, but you're not getting the boat back, okay? It's mine. I'm sorry. This is our first non-Hickman book of the Hickman X-Men yeah. era, too. It's and Jerry it's Duggan. So and good. it's so good. So good. <laughs> so good. Pirate, Ki- Pirate Kate. Just, yes. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she's got, like, the black eye and bandage over her nose. Yeah, because... Like, so Hawkeye. It is so Clint it's... Barton. Yeah. Because she tried to walk through the the portal to Krakoa and it said no. I mean, it's like going, it's like running full speed into platform nine and three quarters. Yes, and she just fucking face plants into it and wrecks her face. Yeah, and like it's great because she's so upset about this. She is, and all of the humor in this is masking that. Oh. And also just like part of the reason she takes the gig that Emma offers her that I guess we'll get into next is because like she just can't stand being on Krakoa because it's like the island itself has rejected her. Yeah. And she doesn't know why. Yeah. And well, IT has not solved it yet. No. But I love Bobby. He's just walking around eating some kind of, it looks like a fucking turkey leg that he's picked off of a tree somewhere, (laughs) which, okay. That makes sense. And he's like, huh, that's weird. This is a new gate. I'm gonna go through it. Bye. I'll see. I'm gonna see what's on the other side. She's like, yeah, sure. Just uh, show off. Why don't you? Yeah. <sighs> I also like his offering her chips. These are a delicacy here. They're so hard to get. Yeah. Want some? <laughs> we don't have a lot of these here. I love it. So meanwhile, Emma has offered Kate a job. Mm-hmm. Being the Red Queen for the Hellfire Trading Company and running their black market smuggling operations, getting medicines into places that have rejected offers and stealing mutants out who won't be allowed out by their governments. Yeah, because a lot of places have like put up walls around the gateway and are guarding it and are... Even, like, shipping mutants off to terrible places. Yeah. You know, like you do. And, in fact, when Bobby goes through the gate, he ends up in Soviet Russia. Well, not Soviet. Not Soviet, but but still Russia. Yeah. He ends up in Russia, and they are doing that. So Kate pulls together a team, including Bobby and Storm and Pyro, who just was taking a nap on the boat because he was going to steal it, but the beds looked so comfortable. I love that he starts talking and she's like, that accent, you're the original Pyro. Yeah, I was one of the first people they brought back. I was honored. Then I found out I was a test subject. (laughs) So fuck this place. That said, one of the best paddles in this is probably, I've got dragon fire! Yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, anybody have any fire I can nick? And she's like, dragon? <laughs> Hello? Also, yes, I know that was not an Australian accent. I cannot do an Australian accent. No. Instead, you get bad Braveheart. Bad Braveheart. That wasn't even anywhere near Braveheart. Okay, bad Scrooge McDuck. I don't know. What do you want from me? Sure. I can't do accents. <laughs> This is not one of my skills. I have many talents. Accent work is not one of them. That's fair. I'm lucky to get words out coherently in my own voice. It's a good fucking book. It's so good. It's so very, very good. I need more right now. I need more of Logan just running into the surf and pulling up bottles and cases of booze. and. Yeah, he comes out with a case of Canadian whiskey yeah. and just a whole keg on his... Yeah, so funny. Yeah. I just, if this were the only X-Men book coming out right now, I would still be happy. Yeah, it's so good. Money shot number one. Speaking... Everything is so good this week. It's so good. It's a oh. good, good week. Oh, who's the artist on this? Oh, no. I've done a terrible thing. Rebecca Isaacs. Rebecca Isaacs. Thank you. Rebecca Isaacs. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, 
Yeah, so congrats, Rebecca Isaacs, on making everything look, like, real sexy and also uh, very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable with this fish dudes. <laughs> very uncomfortable. But, Money Shot, if you haven't heard us talk about this book. We haven't heard you talk about this. You haven't heard me talk about this book. That's fair. Yeah. Um, this is a group of scientists who lose funding for the stuff that they're working on and in order to fund their research decide to film themselves having sex with a bunch of different aliens and it's goddamn hilarious it is it's so so fucking good you can tell if you read a bunch of tim Seeley and follow sarah Beatty on twitter you can tell which parts are are which person yeah but it blends so beautifully together it's just wonderful it's just wonderful you can definitely tell which jokes are sarah's (laughs) because That girl, <laughs> she's got like my sense of humor yeah. times a billion for raunchiness. It's great. I love this book. I love this book. It opens, I guess I, you've talked about it. So Brian and I have both yeah. talked about it. So before. it opens with, um, I don't even remember how it opens because I read two of them at once, but they are on this other planet with these fish dudes and yeah, and they get like caught by other people and are being taken to the temple and then it like takes you back into their backstory and shows you them losing funding and and her coming up with the idea of hey why don't we just record ourselves having sex with everything it'll be fine if we find anything we'll fuck it and then people will pay to see that because people you're nasty you just are there's nothing wrong with it you just are as our friend MJ puts it, everyone's pansexual in space. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, so anyway, she comes up with this idea and the whole team is like, I don't know, except one guy who's like, yeah, let's definitely fuck everything in space. Yeah. He's like, it's the virologist, right? He's yeah. like, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Let's do it. Uh, the rest of the team takes a little bit of convincing. One of them is her ex-boyfriend. So that's... That doesn't get complicated that's weird. at all. So that's weird. That's a little weird for them. But eventually she talks everyone into it and then it flashes back to the the planet that they're on. They're on this search for like this tribal elder and it turns out he's a fish dude with like giant fucking enormous balls. He's a fish tanuki. He's, yeah, yeah, it's insane. Those are probably two words that have never been put together in the English language before, right? Fish tanuki? It's entirely possible that you are correct. Also, yeah, 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 that's great audio. But. <laughs> you know what? It would be great audio coming from that book, okay? Just think about all the sounds. So squishy. So much gushing and squishing. So much gushing. And so squishing. much. And uh, and uh. probably that sound too, actually, but yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, money shot. So so good. If you're into funny sex books, this is a funny sex book. Yeah. Use that as a pull quote. <laughs> Alright. Aquaman annual number two. This one's me. Tell me about this. Also squishy? No. Oh. I mean, I sent you that one two-page spread that you did describe as so hentai. So hentai. Um, this is Kelly Sudakonic and Vita Ayala, which is just the best recipe for success. Nice. Aquaman and Jackson are hanging out on the pier in Amnesty. The doom signal that's been in the sky in all the books is in the sky like hanging over them for the whole thing and you know about how some about how basically things are tense and times are dark and the town has suffered this attack of the signs in the air and everyone is just like on edge and tempers are running hot and people just don't know what to do because they're afraid right and then this big burly uh like nautically themed dude shows up declaring himself the true ruler of atlantis and challenging aquaman to fight for the throne which aquaman does not possess mara is queen of atlantis and aquaman until recently was believed dead again by everyone would you care to hazard a guess as to this character's name it's very good and it's not like john t fishman it is not John T. Fishman. Um, no, oh, tell me. This is the first appearance of soon-to-be classic Aquaman villain, Sea Daddy. Please tell me that this is correct and not a joke at all. Please. Please tell me his name is really Sea Daddy. Please. This is correct and not a joke at all. His name is really Sea Oh, Daddy. my God. I don't even... Show me. Show me this Sea Daddy. How, how... I own a physical oh, no. copy of this book. Oh, no. I have to see this Sea Daddy. Keep talking. Keep telling me about um, it. They fight. Sea Daddy proceeds to uh, shoot Aquaman's dog, who is fine. Okay. 
as Aquaman and Jackson yell at him for shooting the dog, and Jackson goes and fishes him out of the water. The rest of the book is a lot of, like, Aquaman trying to just, like, keep folks happy and keep them from sort of giving into this fear and not give into his own fear and anxiety. And it sounds like kind of a, a maybe fluffy premise, but I am not joking. This is probably one of the best single issues of superhero comics I have ever read. Um... And also, like, if I had to put one Aquaman issue in front of someone, this might be it. Like, it's this great self-contained story that gives Aquaman kind of a clear voice. And, like, if this were his mission statement going forward, I would be 100% for it. Uh, Jen is flipping through images of Sea Daddy now and smiling and until a moment, like, uh, intermittently covering her face as she makes strange faces at her phone now. I'm narrating this to our listeners. Well, I mean, he's it just delights in... me. He's just in so much denim that yes. I, I did not expect that yeah i don't know what i expected but it really wasn't this yeah however that that quaff he's got going on there yeah that's pretty fucking great i mean what even i mean what e- he seems like somebody who would want people to call him daddy yeah also ugh. Yeah. Gross. There is a uh, point in here where one of the amnesty uh police folks comes up to Aquaman. they're like that guy who 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 we brought in this morning. You mean Sea Daddy? Yes, him. <laughs> Is that really his name? Okay. Well, you know, we we want you to take his gun. We don't want it here with him. Can you have the Justice League pick it up? Blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah, we'll bring in see that guy you brought in this morning. <laughs> she will not even say his Good. name and it's wonderful i mean like i just can't do it because that's mostly what i call jason momoa in his aquaman get up is sea daddy so this is more thanks like, for ruining it for me this is more like if jack black showed up to challenge jason momoa <laughs> you know that that's perfect <sighs> I, mean, I guess it could be zach galifianakis but i'd rather it be jack black no judging from the picture it's straight up travis mcelroy yeah deny it deny it you can't. I mean, the hair is not purple. And you can... It's sort of purplish. It's mm. purplish brown. But you can kind of see him going, I am Sea Daddy! So, is this where we start our campaign to get Travis McElroy to cosplay Sea Daddy at Dragon Con no. next year? No, it's not. This is where For I start record, mine. No. Please, God. Please? Please, God. God, please? No. No. What I'm hearing is you really want to see this happen. I don't want to see any Sea Daddies at Dragon Con I, next I just year. heard a lot of please, God. No. No. <laughs> it's It was followed by no. Uh, well, no does mean no, so okay. No Sea Daddies. Unless it's the Jason Momoa Aquaman Sea Daddy. That's fine. I will not be personally responsible for the presence of any Sea Daddies at Dragon Con. If I see them, it's your fault. That's not how this works. Yeah. No, it is. <sighs> beloved classic villain see daddy terrible anyway sorry i mean now if i say name two aquaman villains and black manta and orm can't be both of them i can say see daddy you can say see daddy yeah and i don't want to but i can it's very good it also has i think maybe the first double page sploosh i have ever seen yeah it's a Big, big squid boy. That is That double page spread is the other print I would like from this week. Yeah, it's good. Fireworks going off as a giant kraken grabs Sea Daddy after Aquaman slams him into him. Okay, that was Sea Daddy. That all was Sea right. Daddy, yeah. Cool. See, you had Sea Daddy with you all along. Ugh. Uh, no, <laughs> no, mm-mm. no, I didn't. Thank you, no. Thank you, but no. Uh, is it still good? Oh. Which is really just going to suck for me, huh? <laughs> we talked about all my books. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the part of the show where I just talk at Jin about comics. Thank goodness. It'll be just like being read in off? a comic shop. No, that's fine. Okay. I mean, unless you want to. Do you want to? I don't to? care. Here, go ahead. They're the ones that aren't in bold. Yes, I know that much from doing this show with you for three and a half years. Well, you guys don't normally have the show notes in front of you. I don't know. No, but I look at them because I have to see how much longer we have. Oh. <laughs> Fair. So, Action Comics 1016. Uh, Naomi helps Superman fight the Red Cloud. We did that one. Batman Superman, number three. Batman decides maybe Jokerizing Superman wasn't the best strategy for fighting the Batman who laughs. Huh. And learns that Jim Gordon has been Jokerized. Oh, no. Batman Beyond, number 37. Batwoman Beyond appears. Ooh. We don't know who she is yet. Okay. Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number four. Barbara seeks 
revenge against Azriel for Jim, and Leslie reveals to Bruce the secret history of the journal that she and Alfred found years ago. Dial H for hero number eight. Um, there's not a way to do this one in one sentence. Okay. This... It is structurally weird. Um, if you are familiar with the musical The Last Five Years... Oh, no. Then you no. understand the structure of this issue. This is the origin of The Operator and Mr. Thunderbolt. The first page is page one and is about The Operator. The second page is page 20 and is about Mr. Thunderbolt. And as the issue goes on, they meet in the middle, and we learn what the Y-Dial does and how it created the two of them. That's very cool. Yeah. Because there are four H-dials now, mm -hmm. C, M, Y, and K. And Mr. Thunderbolt is trying to collect all four to uh, give everyone in the multiverse powers. Oh, okie dokie. Yeah. The Flash, number 81. Um, Professor Zoom saves the Speed Force. Justice League. I think. Uh, oh. I think it's a little up in the air, but he dies a heroic death, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Justice League Dark, number 16. Um, Bobo must find the one person who can help Swamp Thing, some woman named Abby, I don't know who that is, yeah. as Wonder Woman tries and fails to stave off Cersei's machination. Wonder Woman, number 81. Uh, I read three issues of this. Uh-oh. What happens in just the last one? After taunting me with the idea of Steve Trevor going the fuck away, he comes back. God damn it. Omni number three. Um, I don't know, this is the best Humanoids comic. I love it so much. Of the of their shared universe stuff. Uh, the Doctor helps a bunch of detained migrant children uh, 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 de-escalate their conflict with the... the uh, Fuck, who are the assholes? Ice, thank you. With the ice agents who are trying to take back the detention center from them. Absolute carnage, lethal protectors number three. I know I read this. I think I read this. Did you oops it like I oopsed it? No, I read this. Um, oh, right. Uh, hey, more werewolves. <laughs> John Jesus. Carnage John Jameson uh, picks a side. Okay. Avengers number 25. The Avengers join the race of the Ghost Riders in Hell. The Immortal Hulk number 25. God damn it, Brian. In a far future where uh, romantic triads of genderless beings have outlawed the color green, the last two living creatures argue about whether or not to violate their race's rules about sending information back to the past. And then one of them, like Jay Gatsby, sees a green light, recognizes that this is the end of the world, and does does in fact send that message back to the one person who might be able to stop the breaker of world's machinations. Uh, fuck, who's the big-headed guy in the Marvel Universe? The Master? No. Who's the really big-headed Hulk villain? I don't remember. Because Hector Hammond is the DC one. But Marvel Hector Hammond. <laughs> Marvel Hector Hammond. But yeah, does, does that all make sense? Is that a clear and logical description of a Hulk book? <laughs> <laughs> it's Al Ewing. <laughs> okay. It's Al Ewing. So, yes. Oh, that's why it's fever dreamy. King Thor, number two. Um, Behold the Dying of the Light. Mm. Strike Force, number two. Angela and Satana make out. Hey. Other things happen too, but that's the part that'll get genderated. Yeah, pretty much. Tony Stark, Iron Man, number 17. Uh, Tony Stark, having been fused with his armor, fights against Ultron while Rhodey decides, hey, maybe these people can't be saved, let me just kill them, and then Stark Industries figures out how to save all those people that <laughs> Rhodey just killed. Oh, great. Great, Rhodey, great. Yeah. Yeah. Valkyrie, Jane Foster, number four. Uh, Mephisto and the Grim Reaper scheme to get Mephisto unimprisoned in Vegas and back to hell while Jane tries to figure out how to pay the bills. Mm. Dr. Mirage, number three. I mean, speaking of fever dreams and hell. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mirage and her companion continue to try to figure out how to get back out of hell if, in fact, they are indeed hell. And look, you need to put your eyes on this beautiful Nick Rebels art. It is absolutely yeah, fucking Nick gorgeous. Rebels. I mean, I'm gonna have to. The, the, like, I love the book as a whole, not just for the art. Mags's writing is excellent, but I've yeah. said that a thousand times on this show. This art, just peep it. 
Okay. Peep that stilo. Yeah, you don't have to convince me. Said Nick Robles. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced. But I had to work in my, my one per episode reference to Pony. Ride my pony, yeah. I mean, but did you? I did, because I've done it okay. for 182 episodes before this. All right. <laughs> sure. Resident number four. <laughs> um, I read three and four together. We didn't talk about three, and these two kind of go together. Uh, the kids at home are debating whether or not to go join the cult next door while their father is enslaved on an island. Okay. Sarah in the Royal Stars, number four. Talk about beautiful books that everyone should be reading. Um, Sarah and the Royal Stars are also in, well, the afterlife. Maybe not explicitly hell and trying to get out of it. Um, I mean, this is 2019. Everything is about being dead and miserable and escaping (laughs) from that and overcoming it. Yes, damn it. I just want one escapist book. I mean, they're all escapist books in a way. No, I don't want to acknowledge the fact that everything is awful. I mean, it's it's all metaphor at some level. Just find stuff that's really deep metaphor. Ugh. Anyway, like this. Uh, they're trying to get back out of hell, and maybe the only way to do that is for her to go to sleep and dream themselves back into the real world. Huh, very cool. This book yeah. is beautiful. It is absolutely fucking gorgeous, and everyone should be reading it. Mm-hmm. I mean... That and Resident both. Everyone needs to be reading. Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. Woohoo. Woohoo, indeed. Jen, tell me about safe sex. Uh, everyone should be having safe sex if they're having sex. Hold on, I'm getting to my pictures. Ah. Which do you is want the I jacket keep... on the cover? I do. I need the jacket on the cover. It's a purple jacket with like, I'm sure it's a leather jacket. It's just in neon lights, so it looks purple. Yeah. And it's got studs on the on the right shoulder, and it's got an, a red umbrella on the back, and it says, Salacious. And I just need it. Yeah. I feel like that's it's just something that needs to be in my life. Uh, so we, I missed the first one. Did you get the first one? Of I this? did. How did you like it? I enjoyed it. I think that when we talked about this a little bit on the episode uh, with number one, I look forward to reading it as a whole because it's not take it, it's taking its time in laying out its message, and I like that. But for me, that's going to be a, a trade book. Yeah. Um, but I like a lot of the things that I think are in play, and I like what actually the back matter kind of laid out some of the themes and what's going on and i like the ideas cool. that are there cool cool yeah so i'm I'm gonna be getting number one and number two yeah. next week i can't wait i'm very excited i haven't seen the ads for this for like ever yeah for like ever yeah excalibur number one it's more x-men yeah. in this the brightest x-men timeline yes the best of the timeline yes the best of all possible worlds yeah i've sold so fucking many people on x-men books in the past couple weeks yeah just like i, I can't be more enthusiastic about that because i've i stopped reading x-men books for a very long time because they just weren't appealing to me anymore yeah mostly because the female characters were just all shit for a while mm-hmm. um there was no point to having female x characters yeah and now they're all amazing, and the male characters are amazing, too, and everyone is amazing. Period. Except Cyclops, who's still Cyclops. Oh, he's, he's good. Stop. You know you like <laughs> him more now than you ever have. I think this is an excellent use of Cyclops. He's good. He's Cyclops. And I need, I need more of that summer sex mention. This is also written by Tini Howard. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Nor can I. And we won't have to much longer. Yeah. It will be out Wednesday. Woohoo! Hey, Jen. Yes. Tell me about Basketful of Heads. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about it. It's going to be a horror book under Joe Hill's new Hill House DC comics line. Um, but it is basketful and not basketful. Yeah. It's a, it's a basketful of heads. Yes. Not a basket full of heads, but a basket full of heads. Yeah. One unit of measure. <sighs> it's so confusing and I hate that. <laughs> but that's fine that's fine it's it's fine it's a it's a young woman whose boyfriend there's our his... second last five years reference of the episode oh it's <laughs> fine it's fine it's fine it doesn't matter anyway but it follows a young woman whose boyfriend has been snatched by people for nefarious purposes and i'm sure that there will be either something culty or something just downright gross that happens because it's joe hill yeah also remind me to talk about dr sleep after this duly noted dr strange annual number one i thought you were saying dr sleep i was like damn i said all right no for once i was not being a dick gonna keep you on your toes cool tell me all right teeny howard and porn suck picture show i mean i like both of their writing that's that's, yeah 
the whole reason here. I've been reading Doctor Strange and they're writing it. The end. That's all. That's all I need. I am, as it turns out, pretty easy to please. Mm. Harleen! 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 I started too high. <laughs> it wasn't bad, though. You, you didn't, like, kill it or anything. Uh, this is Stefan Shayek, and I missed the first one. And I'll be damned if I'm missing the second one. Because it's Stefan Shayek writing and drawing Harley. Harleen. Quinn. Yes. I... I need. I, I don't know how long I've needed this for. Probably since I found his Twitter. But for the longest need time. Need it. Need it. Also, just the thirstiest Joker. Gross, but okay. Precisely. <laughs> Fantastic Four Grand Design Number One. This is Tom Scioli doing for Fantastic Four what Ed Piscor did for the X Men. It is one of two. It is Fantastic Four history condensed into like an issue to a page. Savage Avengers Annual Number One. Uh, it's Savage Avengers. It's more Jerry Duggan. Uh, I don't know how to tell you any more about this book. You need to fucking read it. It's so good. And this is the annual, so you could just probably pick it up and read it. It's fine. But when you do, you'll be like, damn, I need to read the rest of this. Because you do! Go figure. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Alex, you were right. It's so fucking good. There are a lot of Conan books that Marvel has coming up that sound good, and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm okay with it because he never wears a shirt, but... That's just personal reasons. There's one coming up that's like Conan and Moon Knight and some other guys. What? Yep. There's one coming up in January that is Conan in Vegas, written by Saladin <laughs> Ahmed. Oh, yes. I didn't know I needed it until you said it, but yeah. I do. Um, We'll get to that next week in solicitations. Nice. But yeah, so much... So much good Conan content, and those are not words I expected to come out of my mouth. That's no, like me yeah. saying so much good Vampirella content. Although we've read some really yeah. good Vampirella, so... Or so much good Red Sonia content. Except we've read so much good... We're in kind of a weird pulp character renaissance. Yeah, it's nice. I like yeah. it. I like enjoying these characters. I do too. I didn't like not enjoying them. I just didn't expect to. But yes, so much Conan. In the pipes. Nice. And I believe that will do it. Yeah. Jen, do you have anything to plug? Um, Go read Dr. Sleep before it comes out in a week and a half. Go do that. Because it was really good. I really like... I, see if you like, if you like Stephen King books. Yeah. Some people don't. And that's valid. It's fair. But it's real good. And go read it. Also, I have joined the Giant Size Team Up Network. And I'm developing a show there. So I'll let you know when I can talk about it. And you will have to go listen to it. Because I think it will be very fun. Listen to slash maybe possibly watch it. Fun stuff. Woohoo! There is also Minds at Yerk. A yes. bi-weekly Animorphs reread podcast. Jin does that sometimes. Yes. Theoretically regularly. Theoretically. But life finds a way to interrupt. Yes, it does. Um, and panelology guest hosts Meg and Tim also do that with us. Yeah. I am always there because I have no life. That's not true. Uh, if you want more of me, you can also listen to the Rob Thomas. No, not that one. Robcast. We are currently working our way through Veronica Mars. Uh, occasional panelology guest host Meg is on the most recent episode of that for episode eight. Veronica Mar, and uh, that is fun as well. I want to be on it at some point. Pick an episode, let us know. Okay. Yeah. It'll be like in the season two, I think. Okay. That's when shit started getting real. Well, we'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can listen to us where you are listening to us now, or in other podcatching devices, or on our website. If you would like to support us, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, share us with people, go to patreon.com slash panelology, and become a patron of ours there, or go to bit.ly slash panelology merch and buy things with our logo Woo-hoo. get that good hoodie before it gets real cold out i'm alex i'm jenna and you're jenna oh and i'm jenna shit go read comics it's just weird when we do it so weird we, we can never encapsulate brian's earnestness i know he's let me try one more time one more swing of that go read comics no he still didn't work just to put his voice here go read comics go read comics uh. go read Comic? Go. Recom. That's nothing. Okay. Okay.